Welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for January 6, 2011. I'm Allison Cleary, and with me is Tom Maluli, president of Maluli Asset. So, Tom, what are we looking at today? Uh, the format that we follow each week is uh, we take the article that's written on Bloomberg News by John Dorfman. Uh, uh, John Dorfman is a money manager. He's also a syndicated columnist for Bloomberg. And every week he comes out with... Uh, a list of different stocks that he's interested in and we what we do is uh, while we realize that Dorfman is a value manager and takes a very fundamental kind of approach to managing money what we do is we take those names that he's looking at and we throw them up on a point-and-figure chart and we just give a different opinion sometimes we agree sometimes we disagree but we take a different look at it from a point-and-figure perspective so, what's on the list this week? This week, Dorfman talks about unpopular stocks that he believes to have um, pretty good potential. So, the first one he discusses is Earthlink. I, I, I'm still surprised that this company is still hanging in there because this was such a big company uh, 10 years ago, in 2000, 2001. Uh, but you don't hear much about Earthlink anymore these days. The stock itself has really been range-bound for, uh, the, really since 2004, the stock has been trading between 5 and $10. Occasionally, it'll get up to $12 and then pull right back. The stock is being uh, held back by the resistance line. It's now trading at $8.78. I think there's other places where we can put money to better use than Earthlink. What about Kuliki and Sofa? Okay, Kuliki and Sofa is a, a semiconductor stock, and that sector is really starting to warm up. In the last five or six months, we've really seen semiconductors, which took a hit in the summer. They've really bounced back very strongly. Uh, this stock right now is trading at about seven and a quarter. Uh, K-L-I-C, click, is the uh, symbol for Kuliki and Sofa. And uh, the first sign of trouble would be a triple bottom at five and a half. Um, the stock does have uh, three successive lower tops, so I wouldn't be in a hurry to put money to work, but it's one that I would watch. The next stock is Oshkosh, which is not the clothing company, but rather makes military transport vehicles. Yeah, Oshkosh is uh, completely different than the uh, baby clothes company. The symbol is OSK, and they make, um, they're in the auto sector. They make heavy-duty trucks, uh, like fire engines, and uh, this is a, uh, a pretty good business. But the chart, if you could chart the U.S. economy over the last couple of years, Oshkosh would pretty much mirror what you've seen going on in the economy. Big drop uh, through 2008, recovery through, through 2009, uh, a very tough summer in 2010, and now it went all the way down to the support line, just as the support line always does, uh, holds everything in place, and the stock has bounced off pretty nicely, gave a buy signal in December at $33. The stock's now 35 um, it's sitting at a quadruple top now at uh, $36, so if it breaks through that, that'll be a pretty significant uh, buy signal. So that's certainly one to watch. That's OSK. And what can you tell us about Novell? Okay, Novell is a stock that I personally used to buy and sell in the early 1990s, like uh, 1990, 91, 92. And around the office, we used to have a saying, 
no, no products, no revenues, no earnings, no vel. Uh, the symbol is N O V L. And the, the crazy thing, I don't understand why Dorfman has this on his list because in November, Novell agreed to be acquired by a company called Attachmate, which is a privately traded company. So the stock has really slowed down. It's now trading at around $6, which I believe is where it's going to be acquired. So, uh, time to say goodbye to an old friend, Novell. What do you think about Micron Technology? Okay, this is like Kuliki and Safa. This is in the semiconductor area. Micron, symbol MU. This was probably one of the hottest stocks in the 80s and 90s. Uh, the stock has slowed down considerably. Uh, right now, it's approaching its support line. And remember, a lot of times, uh, stocks will trend down towards their support line and bounce off it. The support line is now uh, sitting uh, between 5 and, a half and $6. The stock is at 8 and a half. Right now, MU is the symbol. Uh, right now, it's given uh, two straight sell signals. We haven't had a buy signal in close to a year in Micron. So uh, I would think that there's better places to put money to work than Micron. There's other semiconductor names that I would look at before Micron. Um, so uh, th that's one that we want to watch, but I would certainly look to other names in the sector. The next stock. Dorfman talks about is Impact's Laboratories. Okay, now Impact's Laboratories uh, is working on a, a drug with GlaxoSmithKline. Uh, this is a pretty interesting pattern in the sense that uh, the stock has a potential quadruple top at 22. The stock is at $20.80 as we're recording this uh, first week of January. Uh, monthly momentum has shifted to positive. Uh, stock is on a relative strength buy signal. This is a pretty decent looking chart. And so this is one that I'm going to actually add to my watch list. The symbol is IPXL, Impacts Laboratories. Stock is trading at uh, about uh, just under $21, $20.80. The next stock is um, Western Digital. And actually, Dorfman mentioned this last week as one of his top 10 favorites. Yeah, this is one of his favorites, and uh, I don't think it's really going to be on my uh, shopping list right now. WDC, it's a disk drive manufacturer, Western Digital. Uh, the stock is sitting on a double bottom at $32. The stock closed uh, yesterday at $32.79. Um, stock broke its support line last summer, and that's a very, very big deal because when stocks or, or charts break their support line, a lot of times what happens is they'll break through their support line after giving two or three sell signals, and then they'll recover. So, you know, it looks like they're breaking the support line, then they come back up, and you say, oh, maybe things aren't so bad, and then before you know it, it gives another sell signal, and something really catastrophic can happen to the stock. So, um, a lot of times you can go skating on the ice and you think it's okay, but if you're skating on thin ice, you know what the danger is. This looks like a pretty dangerous stock. I would probably look for other places to put money to work. What do you think about Skechers? Um, I didn't actually know they were this popular. They're the number two U.S. number two U.S. sneaker maker after Nike. I had no idea that they were as popular. Uh, wow. Uh, that's pretty surprising. And it's also equally surprising when you look at their chart because this thing is... Not looking too good. Uh, stock had a bullish triangle last summer um, between uh, $32 and $42. Uh, 
and a bullish triangle is uh, at least five columns back and forth where it, it forms a triangle pattern and you usually get a pretty significant break to the upside and sure enough uh, the stock finished its completed its bullish triangle at 35 and promptly ran up to $44 so nice trade in there but since then the stock has now given five straight sell signals and it's sitting on its support line at $19 and that's where the stock is right now um, if the stock were to bounce off the support line it would be an interesting trade it's probably for speculators it's something I certainly wouldn't put uh, client money into at this point a lot of times when charts give several sell signals in a row then they they gain velocity as they're as they're approaching the support line and that can be a pretty dangerous situation because when a chart breaks its support line you're now talking about stop, um, a chart that's now no longer going northward now it's going southbound and that's that's troubling okay well the next stock is Apollo Investment Corps um, and they lend money to medium-sized companies but Tom I know you know a little bit more about the company and yeah, it, it really, Apollo Investment Corp. is a company that was started by Leon Black. And for those people who have been on Wall Street um, for uh, the, the last decade or two, probably recognize the name because Leon Black was a big player at Drexel Burnham. And he has taken his business to Apollo. And now they're a publicly traded company. And when you look at the type of companies that Apollo owns, they really are a mini mutual fund of the U.S. economy. One of the companies that they own is AMC Entertainment, which is the movie theater chain. They also own Claire's, which is the um, costume jewelry uh, place. Uh, they bought Harrah's, the uh, casino uh, business. They own Jacuzzi. They bought Linens and Things. They own Norwegian Cruise Lines. And also, if you follow real estate at all, they own three different realtors. They own Coldwell Banker. They own Sotheby's. Realty, and they also own Century 21. Um, so there's a lot of different businesses that Apollo is in. So you're buying really a little mutual fund. And just like the rest of the economy, the stock uh, Apollo Investment Group, the symbol is AINV, uh, stock struggled through uh, 2008, 2009, it recovered pretty nicely. At 2010, it really just kind of meandered. The stock itself uh, is uh, got up. Last year it got up to 13 and a half. It's now 11 and a half right now. Uh, this is a pattern that I'm waiting to see uh, shake itself out. There's a triple bottom waiting at $9. I'd be very nervous about something like that. You've got support way down below at $6. So it certainly looks like it's not for the faint of heart. It's definitely got some risk to it. And it's something that I would wait to buy before. Uh, you know, there's no sense being a hero in a stock like Apollo. I would wait until it gets a little bit of momentum. And the final stock is Ariad Pharmaceuticals. Okay, Ariad Pharmaceuticals, symbol is A-R-I-A -A in the drug sector. This stock gave a pretty significant buy signal in December at $4.25. It's now five and a quarter. A-R-I-A -A is the symbol. Uh, significant triple top break uh, from four and a quarter. The stock ran up to five. Uh, stock lo looks like it may have some legs in it, and the drug sector is starting to become favored. So it's certainly one that I'm going to put on my watch list. Well, I think that does it for this week. That's all that Dorfman talked about. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, something that we always have to mention in each of our podcasts is that these are recommendations made by John Dorfman, who is a private money manager and also a syndicated columnist for Bloomberg. Uh, these are not recommendations from Maluli Asset Management.
We always encourage our listeners to uh, consult with an investment advisor before they make a decision to buy or sell any type of security. If you don't have an investment advisor, you can certainly find us on the web at www.maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y. Net, or you can call our office in New Jersey at 732-223-9000. So, Allison, I think this wraps up another week. That'll do it. Okay, we'll talk to everybody next week.